Shulchan Aruch Harav, we are in Simen Tzadik Aleph, we begin Halacha Gimel. Section 91, we begin the third Halacha. Asr lahaitzi askara mipiv b'roish megula. It is forbidden to utter Hashem's name. And here the word we use was askara, which means a mention. So you're not allowed to mention Hashem's name, bareheaded. Now, some authorities maintain that one should protest against anyone's entry into a synagogue bareheaded. It is pious conduct, not even to walk, even four cubits bareheaded, even outside of a shul, a synagogue, as was explained in section number two. And in the Madura Basra, after mentioning the prohibition that we just mentioned, the Al-Tarebbe continues, this applied even in the Talmudic period when most people often went about bareheaded. Today, says the Al-Tarebbe, when all Jews always cover their heads, it is forbidden to walk or even sit bareheaded. Doing so is considered immodest. And certainly this applies in these countries where the Gentiles customarily go bareheaded and the holy people of Israel are careful to cover their heads as an expression of modesty. Here, a person who walks or even sits bareheaded like a non-Jew transgresses the prohibition, do not follow their statutes. Halacha Dalit 4 Hats of woven straw are considered as a head covering, but placing one's hand on his own head is not. And this applies with regard to prayer. However, with regard to walking four cubits, it is acceptable. Okay. Now, what is the reason why a one's hand is not considered as a covering? One's own hand is not considered as a covering um, to count as a as a head covering, as a yarmulke. So the reason is that the hand and the head are parts of the same body. And one part of a body is not considered as, as a covering for that same body. If, however, another person places his hand over one's head, so then there is room for leniency. And, and, and in the parentheses, the Alter Rebbe says, because the Rashal, who is Rabbi Shlomo Luria, who lived in the 1500s, who was one of the foremost Ashkenazic halachic authorities of his time, he rules leniently altogether. And maintains that covering that with one's own hand is acceptable. So certainly, if another person puts his hand over your head, you would be allowed to daven, you can be lenient. Okay, Allah, hey, five, the Yamadad Metfila, Pa'af Fundasai, Levi Raglaim Gulim, Imderachan Shemakim, Shaloyam Dulifnagdilim Elbabati Raglaim. A person should not stand in prayer wearing only his undershirt. Now, this translation follows one of the two interpretations of the term afundasai, his undershirt and his money belt that is offered by Rabbi Avadi of Bartanura in his gloss to Brachas. Um, and Ramam understands it to mean an undershirt. And Mishabur actually brings both of these interpretations. Okay, so you should not stand in your undershirt nor with uncovered feet if the practice of the people of that locale is not to stand before distinguished persons unless they are wearing socks. And then Madura Basra 2.2 implies that in these lands, wearing socks is a dictate of modesty. Now, let's say 
it is their practice to stand barefoot even before such people as is the custom in Arab lands, it is permissible to pray barefoot. The Altarebbe then says, in these countries one should not pray in linen leggings unless socks are worn over them because it is disgraceful to stand before men of distinction in linen leggings alone. And this certainly applies when wearing slippers or sandals where the heel is exposed. Now, if one is wearing socks, then he could daven even when he's not wearing leg- leggings, since either he is wearing a belt that makes a separation between his heart and his nakedness, or his clothing are lying directly in his abdomen, as explained in section number two. So, this, the, the situation that we just described apparently assumes that instead of trousers, men customarily wore a long belted shirt that hung below the waist, as well as leggings and or socks. To conclude, halacha, hey, v'chein, in the spirit, one should not wear gloves while praying like travelers do. And the Ishi Yisrael permits one to wear gloves and likewise an overcoat during prayer when it is very cold. The Lekas Yunim cites views that require one to remove boots or galoshes before prayer since they are not customarily worn in the presence of distinguished people. This concludes Halacha, Hey, and today's share.